Aussie Fast Transport Solutions. Interstate freight, distribution, warehousing and local Adelaide couriers. Call Aussie Fast 13 13 64. Matthew Pantelis on 5AA Mornings. 24 minutes to 12 o'clock on 5AA, our state. That's what we do Monday mornings at this time. And today we are talking the... Uh, the Fringe Festival, which is about to get underway, well, early next year, as we know, usual time, but the launch was held last week and tickets are on sale already. Joining me in the studio, director Heather Kroll, who's been, gosh, in that role now, I don't know how long, been ages, Heather. Good morning. Good morning. Eight years. Eight years. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, of course, from uh, Ben Brent Francis, who's with a great band, uh, 64. And I've spoken with Ben before about his act and uh, the the boys with him, three three young men who have started out at school. Ben, good morning to you. Lovely to be here, Matthew. Yeah, thanks for joining me. You guys came together as as kids in what year eleven or something, if I remember I, I rightly. I was in year nine. Nine. Yeah, it started all very organically in high school. We started um, singing together in a lunchtime, like at lunchtime in yeah. a music classroom, and and it kind of went from there. Yeah. Okay, all right, and and now you've toured Australia. That, yeah, well, yes, this year we had our first Australian tour. Um, but it all actually started thanks to the Adelaide Fringe. We got our first, our first show was part of the Adelaide Fringe back in 2015, um, in a little back room of a pub. Yeah. And we've been able to grow it into, yeah, some, something that can now tour Australia and Fantastic. hopefully more, you know, more broadly too. All right. Well, let's find out about Adelaide Fringe 2024. What's, what's new, Heather? What's coming up? Oh, so many things. Uh, well, there's going to be 1,300 shows, mm. around about 6,000 artists and 500 venues. But, you know, there's always um, fantastic fringe in the CBD. But what we're seeing over the last few years, and again for 24, a lot more in the suburbs, in every suburb. You'll be absolutely sure there's fringe everywhere. And we're pretty much going to every regional town this year mm. and Ben is a, a major part of the regional touring he takes 64 all over the state yeah. and if he doesn't go to your town I'm sure give him a call and he'll <laughs> <laughs> well you have haven't you you've gone I know with 64 you've toured I remember talking to you about Wyala Port Lincoln all mm. places everywhere it's one of the things that we were really passionate about from the start and um, and it was actually thanks to the fringe I mean they um, have an amazing grants program yeah. the artist grants and and they supported us because I mean a lot of people don't know it's really expensive touring a large-scale show to the regions I mean we have four vocalists nine people in the band and two technicians that tour with us and when you think you know travel accommodation that is a major expense and it's also all got to be up front and the nature of art is that you get your ticket sales at the end yeah the, right and so the Adelaide fringe has really helped us with that cash flow um, and supported us with grants enable to be able to take it to the regions which yeah. is something we're continually passionate about yeah. is that hard to do Heather to, to pick which acts you're going to support like that I mean in case well, some are duds or not I mean how do you know well, uh, the Fringe is open access, so anybody can register their yeah. show. But what we've been doing in the last five years is raising donations and also some funding that we got from the state government. And we actually disperse all that money out to artists to help them put on shows. And we're always looking for shows that would otherwise not be able to do what they want to do. So some shows, they can take the risk and they get the ticket money from the box office and it's, it's pretty smooth. Not 
in the case of a lot of people that have got the bigger shows, more culturally diverse stories, people with uh, artists who have, might have disabilities and have access needs, yeah. and especially if they want to go out to the region. So what we're trying to do is find ways to help them to do things that aren't nor- in the norm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in every year there's always lots of new stuff, and we try to support the stuff that's really on the on the cutting edge and yeah. new and and what we've got this year as well is um, a fantastic show in the botanic gardens called Natural Wonders and it's going to turn the botanic gardens into an outdoor art gallery at wow. night under the stars. Local artists um, collaborating with uh, musicians and and projection artists and so there's a lot of lights and projection and interactive stuff. It's going to turn the ga- um, the uh, botanic gardens into a, a light and projection gallery like you've never seen so that's going to be pretty much all during fringe and that just it's always great to see something new i mean we've got one other thing that's really worth a mention i think is this dome that's going into the freemasons hall oh yeah and it's a, a like a yeah Im- immersive cinematic sort of you go in it's a bit like a planetarium i yeah, guess right. and there's a lot of different shows in there one of them actually plays Dark Side of the Moon from the beginning to the end. Really? With footage in space and planets all around wow. you. And I think that's, uh, well, pretty much known as one of the best albums of all time. And uh, you'll be able to go in there and sit back in a beanbag and listen to the Dark Side of the Moon and, and watch this incredible footage from space. That sounds amazing, actually. And, and a chance to have a look inside the Freemason Hall as well, which uh, most people probably have never walked up the steps to. It's an incredible place, yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, We've got Neil on the line from uh, Blackview who's called in. Neil, good morning to you. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Ben. And I didn't catch your other guest's name. Uh, Heather. Hi, Heather. But I would just like to say with regards to the 64, my wife and I were supposed to go in February, but she was sick. So I took my then 11-year-old granddaughter and after three songs, I was informed, why didn't we get there early so she could sit in the front? And after about six songs, she said, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> we, went, we went back in October the 7th, and that was Emily's 12th birthday, and the boys were kind enough to get her up on stage and sing happy birthday to her. And like 800 people sang, it was just the best. We're going back, I think, in March, and these boys are the best kept secret in Adelaide by far. They are go. world class. They are world class standard, and we just love them. Oh, that is very kind. Thank you. That's a poster quote. Yeah. I love the, yeah, I love well, the multi-generation story too. Good on you, Neil. Thank you for ringing. Uh, have a good day. Thank, Thank you. That's fantastic, isn't it? So uh, there's some direct feedback. So go see the 64. Um, Heather, you, you talk about some of the, the things like the at the Freemasons uh, Hall, but 1,300 shows, uh, 700 from SA, which is fantastic, and a heap of internationals as well. Is it hard to find acts from overseas? Well... Obviously, during COVID, we did see a little drop in the international visitors coming, but um, around about 23% of the Fringe program next year will be international shows, and that's 
pretty much where we were mm. in pre-COVID time. So a quarter of the festival is normally international shows. and But what's fantastic is over half of the Fringe, over 700 shows are from South Australia. Yeah. And that is testament to the quality of the artists in this state, the quality of the venues, the quality of the entrepreneurial spirit that builds those amazing uh, pop-up venues all yeah. over town. So we should be just so proud at how many... Many amazing South Australian artists are in Fringe, and and they've often done what Ben's described, which is they've started in the Fringe, mm. and then they've been catapulted out to the world, yep. toured the country, toured the world. That's what Fringe is all about. We are an incubator for new artists, and as you say, not everything's a hit, <laughs> but it's a, it's worth a try. Yeah, Everyone's absolutely. taking a risk. Okay, how affordable compared to other festivals? Is the oh, average ticket price at Fringe is around $35. Yeah. So, I mean, that is a very affordable festival ticket. Mm. Uh, we've also got lots and lots of specials you can tap into. If you're a member, you can get half-price tickets on certain shows. If if you're a Bank SA customer, you get discounts. There's all Look out for all the concessions and specials yeah. we've got. But we've also got a um, an opportunity for people who might like to pay it forward because we buy tickets for disadvantaged kids and families facing difficulties. And so if you pay it forward um, when you buy your ticket, you can buy an extra one and that money will go into a pool where we give out tickets or we buy tickets for uh, community members facing hard times and you can also donate to our community fund separately as well. And we've seen that just take hundreds and hundreds of kids and families out to see Fringe shows. Yeah, that's lovely. Ben, what are the the challenges you face preparing for a Fringe, the unique opportunities the festival's given Mm. you and the boys to to set up and become artists? Mm. Well, as you said, I mean, we started, I was literally in year nine when we started the group, and so I had no idea because a lot of the arts, especially, um, you know, low low scale arts like we were at the time um y- you are a producer as well you you put on the show that you are a part of and so um the fringe has amazing resources um you kind of go into this the avr which is the back end and mm. and what the artists are uh, have available to them and there's budget spreadsheets there's marketing templates they really assist you in trying to grow your brand and grow your show and get audiences on seats and mm. they give you all those amazing tips and tricks and so we that that was invaluable to me at the time and it and it continues to be i mean we just continue trying to do that extra little bit each time um and yeah so we really couldn't have done it without the fringe yeah and what tips would you give to somebody a new performer what would Mm. you say to them i just i I embrace it i mean a a good art a good artist is a good audience member and i mean during fringe myself i'm out every single night Mm. looking at shows and seeing shows and supporting my friends but but also it it gives you so much influence i mean there's just so much on and so much of my um performing taste has come from stuff just you know you you can wander down an alleyway and like oh there's a fringe show study in five minutes out of a shipping container it's like yep let's do it how good is that (laughs) yeah so that yeah just embrace it yeah immerse yourself heather i was at a speech you gave i reckon the essay press club about three four years ago where you were talking about the number of ticket sales Hmm. and we were a at that point, narrowing the gap between us and Edinburgh yes. in terms of the, the sales overall. Have we have we got to that target yet? Is that what you're aiming to do ultimately? 
Oh, we'd love to be uh, up there with yeah. Edinburgh, of course. Um, Edinburgh's around about 2 million now, uh-huh. and we've obviously smashed our 1 million milestone, which is fantastic. Yeah. So when I first started at Fringe, we were selling around about... 400 or 500,000 tickets, which in itself is still incredible. Even then, it's no other festivals really coming close to that in Australia. But we've gone double digit percentage growth every year, pretty much. And so now we've gone from that 500,000 tickets eight years ago to a million now. Um, but the other thing that we really love about the ticket sales growth is that we haven't really had program growth. We don't really uh, focus on number of shows growing. We've always had around 1,200, 1,300 for many years. But the percentage of the tickets available on sale is what we focus on trying to sell more of. And when I started, I think we were selling around 35% of all the available tickets, and now we're selling just over 50%. Wow. And Edinburgh actually is a lot lower than that because they've got a massive program, like mm. thousands of shows, but they sell um, closer to that 30% mark. So so we are really tracking well in terms of our percentage. We want to sell a more, more of that percentage, mm. and that's why we're always telling everyone, tell your friends and family interstate, overseas, tell yeah. them come to Fringe. There's, you know, the, there's a, we, we are responsible for about quarter of a million hotel booking nights during Fringe. It's incredible. The amount of money that tourists inject, um, into this state thanks to Fringe is wild. But, you know, we can always have more and we can always sell more tickets. And that's what we want to do. Next year, we want to sell more than a million tickets. Everyone, you know, bring all your friends, come out, come out and come out again. And I, I imagine that change in the four or five hundred thousand you were talking about ticket sales uh, in the past. We, we must be bringing in a lot more from interstate now for that mm. number to change so dramatically and even Correct. overseas, I imagine. Correct. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So about eight years ago we had around 10,000 tourists every year. Well, now we have 45,000 wow. this year. We had 45,000. We're aiming to get over 50,000 next year. Okay. Um, we have worked really solidly with um, KWPX as an agency in Adelaide on how we can, which particular demographics we should be focusing on and they've really helped us get a lot of people from interstate and now we're looking to hopefully work with the federal um, tourism arm to see if we can get some more internationals yeah okay tremendous ben how important do you reckon it is the fringe to the sa arts community then Oh, it's vital. Yeah. I mean, you know, we call it Mad March. I mean, there's just something on every day and every night. Yes. It, I think it's something for the other other months to aspire to, to be honest. I mean, isn't it, you know, the buzz around Adelaide, even now in pre- in preparation for February and March, it's just it's just amazing. And you walk through, you know, Gluttony or the Garden and you uh, or just anywhere in the CBD and mm-hmm. there is just a buzz. So many people are out enjoying shows, having dinner. Um, and the and as Heather said, like the money that, that injects into the economy itself, but more than that, the you know, the benefits to you personally, um, it's amazing. And that's kind of what we need. I mean, we're talking about ticket sales. We sold, the Fringe sold a million tickets just after three years of COVID. Uh, yes, yeah. it, you know, mm. interest rates and all of the uh, inflations mm. and pr- pressures, but people are going to spend on stuff that makes them happy. Yeah. And that's the arts. And yeah. so I think, you know, 
And we just had the biggest ever program launch day ever. Yeah. So we've, mm. we ticket sales are looking good already this year. Okay. And, you know, we sold around $25 million worth of tickets this year. And that money, we only keep 5% of that to pay for our ticketing staff and our box office call mm. centres and things. That money, 95% of that goes out to in paid out to artists, venues. We do not keep the box office. Yeah. So... That is a massive injection into mm. um, artists, venues. All you think about all the jobs created. There's about ten thousand jobs created um, in, in in crew jobs, front of house jobs, all sorts of jobs that get created. And uh, yeah, so it's an unbelievable ecosystem. Yeah, yeah indeed. Um, the uh, the fact that uh, you're out there, Ben, performing. Have you seen a difference in audiences, say at the Fringe and other places? Is there, you know, anything separate going on? I think one of the amazing things about Adelaide audiences is we're just so experimental. Yeah. I mean, our data suggests that every show we do, about fifty percent of the audience are brand new, and so they're taking a punt on us. Um, but that happens. Across the board people just go out and see new shows they, mm. they think oh look that looks cool let's try that and I, I don't think that is matched anywhere else I mean I think that's just brilliant yes you go to something that you love and you've you know you've seen for a couple of years but yeah. you'll always take a stab at something and yeah. I think that's really special all right Heather for anyone who hasn't been before or people who are thinking about it, I mean do you see the, the cost of living crisis could that potentially impact next year well, I think we are trying really hard to make sure that we've got a lot of offers yeah. going with our tickets, so keep an eye on that. I would really recommend that you sign up and become a Fringe member because you'll make the, you know, you can pay $40 or, you know, whatever your membership tier that you choose to go in on, you will make that money back probably on the first or second night you go out and then you've got 31 days wow. of nights rent. <laughs> so it's the best value in town. You yeah. can get really good deals on Fringe membership, but look out for all the deals and that's a, there's so many ways to fringe yeah. affordably and there's, don't forget, there's millions of attendances that are not ticketed. Millions of things you can do at Fringe yeah. um, that are free. Uh, you don't have to buy a ticket every night of the month, but we do like you to buy at least a few tickets during the month because obviously that money goes to the artists and yeah. they need it. Isn't it amazing how, how it's grown over your time, especially, I suppose, over the last eight years where it was the fringe and now it's almost the mainstream? Oh, it's, it's, it's huge now, isn't yeah. it? It's a, you could not possibly come to Adelaide during fringe yeah. and, and not know it's exactly. on. And that is very rare. There's not that many events in the world where you can go to a city. You could go to a city and there's hundreds of festivals yeah. on that you just don't know about. Exactly. But the fringe is impossible to miss. Yeah. And that's thanks to to the incredible audiences of Adelaide. It's thanks to the artists that are willing to take a risk, the venue people that are willing to convert yeah. their venues or build pop-up venues. I mean, we're going to have, we're going to have, um, like, there's new things all the time, but we're going to have an inflatable church on uh, Light Square, which is going to have shows and... Uh, People can actually sign up and renew their wedding vows while they're is there. That right? <laughs> you know? I mean, this is the thing. Like, just new stuff all the time means that we, uh, you know, we know Adelaide audiences are yeah. like what Ben says. They're up for it. Yep. They're ready. But the other thing is, as people get older, you know, they don't stop coming to Fringe. They keep yeah. coming. So we've got a lot of young people coming into Fringe, older. So 
I don't from cradle to the grave is uh, the people that are coming to the fringe, and that's what's really driven our growth as well. Mm. The fact that there's more tourists, but also the fact that we're multi generational in the audience. All right, AdelaideFringe.com.au, I imagine. That's it. Fantastic, Heather. Thank you for coming in, Heather Kroll, director of the Adelaide Fringe, and Ben Francis from Sixty Four. Go see them if you have the opportunity. It's uh, I've seen them at the Royal Show. They performed for us here at Five AA at a dinner a couple of years ago as well. It's a terrific act so make sure if uh, you got the opportunity 64 one of the many acts to check out at the adelaide fringe 2024 five minutes to 12